Welcome to the Strong Rwandan Women podcast, a series of heroic inspiration stories of Rwandan women. Join me, your host Sandra, on the journey of shining a light on the towers of the legendary women that left a mark on the pages of history. Today's story is about Kandrijira's impact, a queen mother's rule over two consecutive reigns in Rwanda. Kandrijira stands prominently in Rwandan history as a queen mother. She ruled in 1895 to 1931, a role of significance equal to that of the king, where she held remarkable political influence. Though not the initial Rwandan woman to hold such power, she remains a notable figure in Rwandan popular culture, often remembered for the alleged harsh actions she took against those she deemed as adversaries. Kandrijira was the beloved wife of King Kichijeri, the fourth Gwabudiri. She was the queen mother of two kings, Nyinamibamge, during the reign of Mibamge, the fourth Rutaringwa, who ruled in 1895-1896, and Nyirayuhi during the reign of her son Yuhimusinga, the fifth who ruled in 1896-1931. Nyirayuhi Kandrijira was born in Ugaragara, Budaha, around 1847-1847, she was the daughter of Chief Gwakagara and Nyinamashio Ngosho from the Wanyijinya clan and the Waka lineage. Her father, part of the Vega clan, connected her to the powerful Wakagara lineage. Nyirayuhi had siblings who included Nyamashaza, Chijenza and Banzarugui along with many half-siblings. The Vega clan played a significant role in Rwanda's history, providing queens, royal wives, chiefs, and even a president. In 1861, around October, Nyirayuhi married King Chijeri IV, Gwawajiri, who had been on the throne since 1853. Their love story, marked by mutual affection, led to the birth of two sons, Munana in 1870 and Musinga in 1883. Nyirayuhi became Gwawajiri's favorite among his companions. People say that, because the king loved his new wife, Kandrijira could ask for anything and the king would give it to her. He gave her many cows and a nice house in the Kawie, Javana. Kandrijira went there in 1862 and every time her husband visited, she impressed him with her care and love. In a time when women were expected to be quiet and obedient, Kandrijira stood out with her unique qualities. She had a strength that she wasn't afraid to show. Her influence was so strong that it's believed no regular person catch even a distant glimpse of her. Surprisingly, it was until 1918 that she chose to be photographed by the Westerners who were visiting the country at the time. Some tales have it that Kandrajira's bravery was what won over the king's affection. It is recounted that there was a day when the king Gwabudiri got into a fight with the palace's beer Jihara Magara. The king had requested Jihara Magara to offer him some beer for his servants, but he refused, saying that there was no beer. This made the king lose his temper, and the two started fighting. In that moment, servants were out of the house and were supposed to come in when they were called for the beer. The queen was the only one present, and when she saw how the king and Jihara Magara were strangling each other, she became angry and grabbed a sword and killed Jihara Magara. She defended her husband, 
a fighter and political elite in her times, she paved her way into governance, asserting and wielding her influence over the kingdom. For instance, having been enthroned by King Gobjiri as surrogate queen mother of Rutaringwa, the king's son, whose mother had passed on, Kandujire is said to have later used this position and power to overthrow Rutaringwa and instead enthrone Musinga, her biological son. Rutaringwa had become king when his father Gobujiri passed on in 1895. Under her son's reign, she wielded enormous influence that no decision was taken without her consent. She diligently served her role as a devoted mother supporting her son's leadership, yet even then she never withheld from political matters. History has it that Kandrajira was instrumental in negotiating a treaty with the Germans. The agreement was against the Belgians and the British, allowing Musinga and his court to maintain power without unnecessary interference from those colonizing power. She was able to attend the school with the help of her brother, Ruhina Nyiko, who acted as a negotiator for Musinga during early meetings with the Germans. It is only plausible to describe Kandrida's appeal as assertive. She never settled for overt roles, but rather went for dominancy, affirming her presence and political sway in the kingdom. This was utterly rare and opposite of the then-assumed gender norms. In 1983, Nyirayuhi became the surrogate queen mother of Rotaringwa, another son of Gwawajiri, filling the role of her deceased mother-in-law. The Rutun Shokup in 1896 marked a power struggle between Nyirayuhi's faction and others. The day after the coup d'etat, Nyirayuhi, followed by her son Musinga, left the locality of Rutunshu and settled in Guamiko, Nyamabuye. In September 1995, King Kijeri IV Gwabujiri died suddenly while on the military hike. Rutaringwa, now Mibamge IV, succeeded him to the throne and reigned with Queen Mother Nyira Mibamge IV Kandrijira. In accordance with Gwabujiri's wishes, Nyira faced challenges during this time, including families' disputes and Western religious influence. Rwanda faced colonial domination, first by the Germans and later by the Belgians. On March 20, 1897, Captain Hans von Ramsey informed the royal court Rwanda was under the German protectorate. In 1916, the Belgians replaced the Germans, leading to the military occupation. From 1924, the mandate exercised by the Belgium on behalf of the League of Nations began. The administration of the Belgians predominated over the authority of King Yuhimusinga and Queen Mother Nyinoyuhi Kandrajira. Their power lost its aura, and through the reforms of 1926, the political constituencies were modified. Nyinoyuhi faced family disputes and political challenges during her reigns. Her two half-brothers, Kabare and Rohani Nyiko, competed for dominancy leading to the victory of Kabare in 1905. The fratricidal struggle weakened Rwanda. Nyirayuhi also faced a legitimacy crisis from 1897 to 1911. Princes, chiefs, and population considered King Yuhi Musinga and Queen Maza Nyirayuhi Kanrejira as regicides and usurpers. Nyirayuhi avenged revolts, crushed rebellions, and faced challenges to her legitimacy. Western religious beliefs were introduced to Rwanda during Nyirayuhi's reign, supplanting local beliefs. 
Catholicism, Protestantism, and the Seventh-day Adventists gained influence. Yirei's influence was warned years past, and her son gained confidence. In 1931, King Yuhimusinga and Queen Mother Nyirayuhi Kandrejira were deposed and relegated to the southwest of Rwanda by Belgian administration. King Mutararudahigwa provided support to them in their palace of exile in Kamembe. Nyirayuhi led a discreet life in exile, receiving gifts from followers. On October 2, 1933, she passed away in Kamembe. Her body was prepared and smoked by the guardians of the historic code. Nyirayuhi's remains were wrapped in a ficus bark and covered with mud, then transported to Rutale, where she was buried in January 1934, next to her husband, Kigirid Gwabujiri. In 1962, Nyirayuhi burial site was discarded and transformed into a banana plantation. In 1968, archaeologist Francis Van Noten discovered and exhumed her tomb. Currently, her body rests in the Ethnographic Museum of Fouye. Nyirayuhi Kandrajira's legacy is remembered for love, political turmoil, and endurance. Her life, marked by the captivating moments at the end of the era, remains a significant chapter in Rwanda's history. Her impact on the nation's culture and politics is still reflected in, pop- in popular memory. Thank you for being a part of this wonderful journey. The stories we've uncovered are a wellspring of inspiration. As we wrap up, we celebrate the resilience, courage, and commitment of these random women in building a great future. Stay tuned for more captivating tales. This is Sandra. Until next time. <laughs>